You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. This episode of Good Times Great Movies is sponsored by Dice K. Beppu. He is actually our first donor or our first contributor from Japan. So we actually have three of the six continents covered. Now, I know that Antarctica is a continent, but unless there is some sort of scientific you know, researcher down there that listens, I'm not really going to count it. So we have, I'm basically going to say, half the world covered. So if anybody from Europe or Africa or South America wants to step up and join in this, this fun group of people that have access to extra content, go to patreon.com slash goodtimesgreatmovies. But thank you, Dice K, for contributing and for just showing your support to the podcast. If anyone's interested, uh, Dice K does have a YouTube channel. I'm going to say if you type Dice K Beppu into YouTube, you probably should stumble across it. Uh, he is a film lover, a movie collector. Uh, he has... I think every single criterion ever put out, and that's including laser discs. I don't know if he has the few VHS uh, tapes that were put out. Um, I think he is also complete um, with a label called Indicator. And also, I think at one point he mentioned that he was complete with Masters of Cinema as well. And his videos are interesting and they're fun and he is so enthusiastic about films and about collecting films. Go check it out. He's a wonderful human being. And Jamie and I thank you from the bottom of our hearts for contributing to this goofy, goofy podcast. Thank you again. A movie that answers a question that I'm probably the only one who ever asked, which is, what would Fishbone sound like if Annette Funicello was their lead singer? The answer, not great. Jamie, yeah. let's go watch Back to the Beach. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every two weeks we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about that movie. We do. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of your two hosts, and with me, as always, eating Skippy peanut butter is Jamie Lorello. I actually just made a sandwich, a peanut butter sandwich on nice um, Wonder White bread. All right. I mean, I'm infuriated by that, and I want to knife you. <laughs> Because Such a I'm tough an, kid, right? I'm an ungrateful, bizarre child. <laughs> <laughs> Just a strange son. Well, what kind of son do you expect with the with the happiest mouseketeer on the planet and a little a little song song? Well, he's not a song stress, but a a crooner of sorts. A crooner of sorts. What is with his hair? The hair what helmet? It's hair? a hair helmet. That's just his hair. That's just and what that it looks is like. His, and that, like, I I don't... Is it a wig? Is it a toupee? No, I think it's just... I think it's a lot of Aquanet. 
Okay. You, so I mean, I mean, maybe at this time he has I a understand that that's his fashion and that's his style right. and you look him up online, which I did. This entire movie for me was just a Wikipedia slash Google extravaganza. So did you know about Annette Funny Jello? What'd you, what'd she call her? Funny Jello? Did you know who uh, she was? Yes. Uh, oh, no. I knew who these people okay, were okay. for the most part. There were some people where... I was like, Connie Stevens, who's Connie Stevens? I've heard that name, and I had to look her up and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, in my but, notes, I kept writing Connie Francis, but she's older and enough. a different singer of a different time. So, but um, <laughs> Did you know that in IMDb, uh, what's his name, Frankie Avalon's character is credited as Annette's husband? <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if they said his name, because I either put Frankie or Kahuna in. But, so did I. Yeah. But I just thought that was great. But yeah. once the once the credits started rolling, I wasn't really like I wasn't sticking around to see you were if that's how it was yeah. actually credited. Yeah. Yes. I understand. Um, but no, I was I mean, I'm I never really watched those movies. I never watched those beach movies, mm-hmm. but just as pop culture, I know who these people are. Of course. Of course. Is and, that sort of Yeah. Like I mean, was this was watching this movie as a child your first experience yes. of them? Yes. Okay. It's not like – I mean I think like you said, I had heard of them and, and knew. They're also both – they're both Italian-Americans and um, I think in some sort of – So there was a picture of them in your house? Well, like, no. I think in some sort right of – Right next to what? <laughs> Jesus and like JFK And there was Annette and that... Frankie. No, no, no. I think in some sort of pseudo-reality in my head, um, this could have been my parents – or this could have been like okay. because my dad like would sing a lot. My mom was adorable and cheerful, not to the extreme of either of them. And we never lived in Southern California, so none of this reality of ever happened. But but well, let's say that Frankie Evelyn does not seem adorable and cheerful in this movie. No, no, no. She is though. She certainly is. He seems to sing begrudgingly at times. Life has. Beaten him down. Well, I think if he's not singing that Venus song that he's so famous for, Venus, if you will, I think right. if he's not singing that, then he's just a little disgruntled. He's just running a car dealership and he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, so so our, our movie opens to a little, actually, so there. Oh, our movie, wait, we should. Well, say oh, what the is name the, movie? the movie? Yeah. Right. Sure. The movie is called Back to the Beach. And 86? It's from. 87? Oh, 87. Close enough. And that's where I fall. Like, I'm in that 86, 87, 88 range. Yeah. Where I feel like I've probably seen 80% of the movies made during those three years. Yeah. And it's directed by uh, Lindahl Hobbs. And would you believe this is her first and only feature she ever directed? (laughs) (laughs) She was able to, I guess, get the two of them to call in a lot of favors, though. Yeah. Because there was a lot of cameos in this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I'm not going to say I could talk about it for an hour, but I could easily just talk about Pee Wee Herman for 20 minutes straight. Uh, how about how he flies on out? That <laughs> cameo, to me, was just him going, how long do I have to be here? <laughs> when can I leave? No, when I think am he I adored done? Annette. I think he had a great relationship with her. And he was happy to be in one of these little spoofy beachy films that, that truly they were iconic for those movies. Her and Frankie Avalon made these mm-hmm. like beachy fun movies mm-hmm. in the 60s that, that 
you know. I think they toured funny. together as singers, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny because if you ever do watch those, and my only experience with movies like this are pretty much Mystery Science Theater 3000, mm-hmm. this isn't that far off. Well, no, it's those a total movies actually are. with it all. Yeah, no, it's yes. sh- as it shouldn't be. I think that was their whole point of... of- oh, sure, sure. But the, but the spoofy nature of it, I mean, it's over the top in... Some of the dialogue and the costuming and stuff like that. Yeah. But as far as the plot elements, I mean, this is like beat for beat well, yeah. what those beach movies are. And how fun. Like, you fall in love or whatever, and then you argue, and then you come back together during a huge musical number, uh-huh. and everything's great in the end. Oh, this movie. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I guess you were supposed to have known about or seen their earlier beach movies and now know that it's the 80s and they have children and they have now moved on from their California beach loving ways and they live in Ohio. And also in case you don't know this, Mm -hmm. their weirdo child does voiceover throughout this movie. Yeah, he does like a light narration. Yeah. Yes. Um, And he's weirdo because so... For most of our movie, he's sort of dressed in leather, and he's angry, and he carries, like, a switchblade around. But he's really not that angry because he's sort of scrawny and kind of geeky, and yeah. and she handles him. Like, yeah, he gets angry in the beginning because she's obsessed with Skippy Peanut Butter because I guess at one time she was some sort of Skippy Peanut Butter spokesperson um, in real life, I think. Yeah, and, and their kid is dressed, like... He's a punk and he's a rebel, but he's dressed like a biker from their oh, yeah. era. Yeah. Like he's got that little Kenneth Anger cap on yeah. and, and like weird studded leather. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like the biker from uh, the the village people. Like that's what he he's does. dressed as. Yeah. yeah. He's missing the mustache, but yes. And she's obsessed with peanut butter because she was like that's how i know her oh as the skippy peanut butter representative Mm -hmm. or spokeswoman Mm -hmm. like i remember those commercials and those must have been the the early 80s or maybe they were actually happening around the time of this movie but that's not that that's how i know her because i know her as a a, um, musketeer musketeer and all that stuff no but this is how she was familiar to you right yeah yes yeah um, so she is she is ever cheerful, right? Like a mm-hmm. good musketeer would be. She's got a really adorable figure for a woman who's probably in her fifties, sixties in this movie. I right? would, I think mid fifties. I, yeah. I tried to do the math. I'm not good at math, good but at I think math. I came up with mid sixty or fifties. She um, for both of them. I will say so. They 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 live in Ohio. They're not in Southern California anymore. He is a used car or a car salesman, <laughs> and she is, I guess, just. The, you know the, Just the skippy girl home, yeah. yeah yeah their home though i will say their home looks very southern california when they it's I very spacious though yeah. i mean yeah. it's, it's very big it's very open mm-hmm. And I think I could watch a movie just about his car dealership <laughs> because why are his why are his salespeople sleeping in his office? They're all just like sprawled out on these couches. He seems to be coked up at the beginning of this. Like yeah. he's got a lot of great ideas and he's jumping around. He has a chandelier in his <laughs> office at this car dealership. Well, that's what his life is right now. It's just selling cars and and stressful living and they are far from their beach days of youth. Um, and he, he, 
in our narration that we get from their son, we're told that he was at one time, she's the ever cheerful Mouseketeer Annette Fonicello or Funny Jello. And um, he was known as the Big Kahuna, a great surfer and singer of his time. It's a crazy beginning, though, because this kid is like, yeah, you're familiar with my parents, yeah. Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon. I'm like, yeah. wait, is this like a weird biopic? I was like, I literally had to look up and say, were these two married at some oh, point? Oh, yeah, like, they how? weren't. This straddles the weird line of reality because they're playing themselves, yeah. but themselves as a married couple. That have they were kid. never married, and they were right, never married. themselves, yeah. but as their beach movie counterparts, it's, it's bizarre. Like, once you can get past that, you're like, okay, well, this is just a goofy, fictitious tale. But at the beginning, I was really You were a little confused. thrown off. You were. <laughs> You were. Were you thrown off by the airline? There's TWA Airlines is the airline they fly, which doesn't even exist I anymore. I love that spiral staircase. Like, oh, I yeah. I always <laughs> wanted to fly in a plane that had a spiral staircase. So because of the stressful life, life, lives that they live, mm-hmm. they are taking a vacation to Hawaii, to which Bobby, he's our son, points out, a kid that wears all black. Hawaii's a fun place for someone like me, right? Um I don't like this kid. You don't? I don't like this kid. Oh, I found him highly entertaining. When it's I, not that I don't like the kid. I just don't like the character. You're not into that character. You're not into no. them having a son. Do you know who that kid is? He was in... Um, Better Off Dead? Better Off Dead. Yeah. All right. That's him. Okay, let's, let's so, move on. Because so, we're not even out of Ohio yet. They're on their way to Hawaii, <laughs> but they have a layover in Los Angeles where they have... Now, do you enjoy their daughter? They have 10 hours. In Los Angeles. Of course I enjoyed their daughter. And let's say this, and I'm not saying let's, but I'm going to say this. Say it. Lori Loughlin is, uh, amazingly enough, Becky from Full House is acting circles around everyone else in this movie. Like, she seems genuine. She is doing her best. She is. And everybody else's line delivery is just... Like buddies that you didn't up to the enjoy set. Annette's line delivery. You didn't enjoy. I think, I think Annette was Bobby? the second best person okay. in this movie. Okay, but I think from Lori Loughlin to her, there's a bit of a drop. Well, Lori Loughlin had to kind of own it in here. Now she does minimal singing except for at the very end. And yeah, um, I'm still not convinced that that's her. Singing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I she's agree. just lip syncing. <laughs> I agree, and she doesn't look pleased to be singing out of anyone that tries to sing no. in this. And this 12 year old kid, or however old he is, I love how his mom's packing him a lunch, and he goes into the fridge and grabs a beer, and she takes <laughs> it away, and he pulls a cigarette out, yeah. and she whips that out of his mouth, <laughs> and he's he is over just their life. That's why yes. he's looking for the vacation. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Frankie Avalar, the big kahuna, uh, works too much. And to be quite honest, Annette Finitel, she shops too much. It's She's just living the life in Ohio and mm-hmm. and buying too much stuff. So it's vacation time. Here we go. And um, on the plane, it is funny. Uh, well, I thought it was funny. Um, uh, Frankie Avalon <laughs> is always wanting to kind of beat the crap out of his son. He's always oh. like, let me just whack him in the face. Let me just, yeah. he just aggravates me so much. And Annette Funichello is always like, take it easy, take it easy. Um, <laughs> so on the plane, they have a little bit of a disagreement because he's kind of a smart mouth, this uh, Bobby. He says yeah. things to his dad like, you know, 
like, oh, what a riveting conversation you two are having. Mm -hmm. And just kind of making fake. He later calls his hair the hair helmet. Um, So, but they're on the plane. And that's when we discover that they're having this layover in L.A. to visit their daughter, Sandy. And uh, Frankie Avalon stands up and says, my little baby, my honey, honey, my little. (laughs) And the whole plane starts to vomit. They all vomit. And that really is like we did the peanut butter thing. We did the, the, the packing of the lunch. We heard this whole, you know, dialogue by the sun. And that's the point in this movie when I went, oh, this is what kind of movie yeah, this is. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. Once we land in, Cal- in, in L.A., we get our opening credits. And our opening credits are a bunch of surfer beach scenes. Um, we get to see it's some great. punky surfers, I guess, um, too. Some this punk isn't rocky. a real thing. Like, this is not a real thing. It can't be. Like, I'm sure there are surfing gangs and clubs and stuff. Sure. But this is ridiculous. Bit extreme. Bit extreme. I do think that maybe at this point... In time, like Ben Stiller looked at the leader of this gang and was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's me. gonna be my look. I totally agree. I could see this. that. And the leader of this this tough gang, um, as it turns out, did nothing on IMDb, doesn't have much of anything. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked hmm. into that. Well, um, I mean, not surprised. Yeah, yeah. What about that giant guy with, with spiky weird, hair? I, yeah. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when we arrive in LAX. IMDb was difficult because it was just littered with cameos. Like everybody's, you know. Well, we get It was just treated. their names and then self, self, yeah. self, yeah. self. So it was pretty tough to sort of sift through and figure out who was who. Well, we get treated to our first cameo here when we oh are, are at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we arrive at LAX and. Uh, they have to get their luggage, and Bobby is just looking for the movie stars because we're in L.A., right? Where's yeah, all the movie where stars? Are the movie and stars? Annette's like, you know, this is just just like any other place. The movie stars aren't everywhere. It's not and, like you're going to run into Elizabeth's shoe in the bathroom. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you might. You might be like, hey. It might. It might happen. See you in Portland, Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while Annette's getting her luggage is O.J. Our, our O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Reaches past her or gets some luggage piece past her, and Bobby notices him. And Bobby stares and looks and is like, "Mom, mom, mm-hmm. you know who that was? That was that was." But then he's kind of rude too, because he's like, "Oh, that that's my luggage, that's mine. I gotta go." Yeah, and then just takes off. But just then he like, falls down. He trips onto over some luggage, and then Frankie mm-hmm. Avalon steps on it. Sounds like he crushes some of his fingers. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. when Bobby's like, "No, nah, never mind. It couldn't be." No, it can't be OJ Simpson. He just crushed his murder hand. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> murder. <laughs> when that cameo happened, I was like, "Okay, who else is in this movie?" Right? Because you like a heavy hitter right out of the box, right? Coming in hot, coming in or hot with some OJ Simpson. Here we go. <laughs> um. They're on their way now to see uh, Sally. Right now, what's her name? Sandy. Sandy. Um, mm-hmm. And the dad, this is an unexpected visit for Sandy. They leave her a message letting them know she's on the way. And she's got this cute little beachy um, apartment 
that she shares End with of a her. Pier. She lives on a pier. On top of a bait shop, mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a cute little surfer boyfriend. He really does seem like the guy that plays this role. Um, he's been in other TV shows. He is and, a working actor, yeah. that guy. But yes. he, honestly, in this role, I thought he like fits that whole surfer dude vibe pretty well that I just thought maybe they just cast some surfer dude guy. <laughs> yeah, he seems more realistic than most of the surfer yeah. dudes in this movie. Yeah. Yes, he's not hamming up completely. Right. Um I did I sort of liked their relationship. I thought it was okay. I thought they were fine yeah. in this movie. They're they're yeah, they're not super annoying. They kind mm-hmm. of get along fine and and right. so yeah, so She's shacking up with her boyfriend, but her dad doesn't know. And here they go on their surprise visit. Now, here's when we get also a little treat where we see them rolling up, driving past some beaches, um, mm-hmm. where um, Bobby's in the back of this convertible with his little switchblade looking to, I guess, cut a beachgoer. Like <laughs> I don't he's know. He's sitting up top and he's flipping his switchblade out and flipping yeah. it back. And even Annette gets all excited when they go by the beaches because she's like, these are old beaches. And she's standing up. Yeah, yeah. And I did sort of enjoy slash hate when he's all wrapped up in his own head and he's like, I called the answering machine and it oh, said, yeah. we're not in. Yeah. What does we mean? And the kid's like, dad, I think that's a plural <laughs> term. <laughs> yeah. Multiple human beings. It's conjugated. So you think that she might be living with someone? Dad, did you figure that out all on your own? Yeah, he's got a lot of little. Then when they finally get to her place and he knocks on the door and he goes, shh, I hear something. And he goes, Dad, you mean she's making noise in her own apartment? They just go crazy out here, don't they, Dad? Then he pulls like an Al Bundy and starts ramming his son's head into the door. He starts bashing his head and, and he's, ow, oh, dad, my eyes are crossing. Stop, dad. And the boyfriend, so she she listens, I guess, at some point to the answering machine. And right when she sees her parents right. walking up the pier with her brother. So she kicks, literally throws her boyfriend's clothes out the window <laughs> into the ocean. He dives out the ocean or out the window into the ocean so that they could avoid he could avoid meeting her dad and her her parents now earlier before this i enjoyed his soap dialogue when he comes out of the shower oh the soap on the rope yeah you gotta you gotta stop like you gotta pick the soap up it's on the ground it gets all mushy and wet just stomp on it that was my favorite (laughs) he just holds up a rope with nothing on it's not even soap it's just rope Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're supposed to believe. Okay, he's just a big, lovable dum-dum. Right, and, and right. That's his character. That's who he is. But he still isn't, it's not time for him to meet her parents. Right. Um, and especially when he hears, you know, him bashing down the door with the brother's head, he's out mm-hmm. of there. She welcomes her parents who, who the dad is, uh, the big kahuna is very distracted in this. He in runs out half. immediately to yeah. find this boyfriend. Who yeah. He looks out the window and sees this guy just floundering in the water and is like, aha, uh-huh, I knew I heard something. And he takes Bobby with him, right? Come on, we're going to go find. And Annette quickly finds in the apartment a picture of the two of them and, and is like, oh, you have a boyfriend. Please tell yeah. me about him. She's much more, you know, accepting, nurturing, mother. She's a rational human being. True, true. Better way to look at it. 
Yes. Right. Um, she throws something else out the window. Maybe it's the surfboard. She throws something out the window while they're still in the apartment. And right. he's like, what did you see? And he says to Annette, what did, did you see? She threw something out the window. She goes, I think I saw a thing, but I don't know what thing I thought I saw. Oh, Annette. But it is the surfboard because the surfboard is what hits him. Oh. Because you hear him down there go, oh, oh or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And while they're out looking for this boyfriend, they stumble upon this gang that we talked yes. about. They look like villains from Mad Max. Like, they do not, like, they're dressed, again, in leather, but, yeah. like, leather, just straps. Like, leather straps across their body. But at the same time, insane you're right. eye makeup. Yeah. Spiky hair mm-hmm. that's dyed, like, a harsh green. Mm-hmm. They do have a sign in the background that says like babysitting. Oh yeah, seventy five cents or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy five cents. Yeah. But their leader Zed, I think, is their leader. Mm-hmm. Although he does look rough and tough with like you're saying the leather and the spiky hair, he also looks like he could bust into like a Zoolander character, like you mentioned oh. the bit, like at any moment, like he. Actually, later on, they are they crash the pajama party that happens. And what is they- that? <laughs> What was what was wait, that? Wait, and then several points throughout the movie, you hear people just in the background go, pajama party? Are we having a pajama party? Yeah. <laughs> it is, there's one point later when Frankie Avalon goes, we're going to settle this the way we used to back in the day. Yeah. You just hear a guy go, pajama party? <laughs> So yeah, they 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 run into this this crew and they don't make friends right quickly. Um, he nope. knocks over their surfboards, or the big Kahuna does knocks over their surfboards, and also uh, it kind of is rude to them. He their surfboards yes. are like the Kahuna surfboard was like. Now the son does love them. Oh the yeah, the son thinks is, they're the bees. Well, knees. of course, like, he this loves is these dudes. Same fashion sense. Yes, this mm-hmm. is who he wants to emulate, right? Who he is emulating, and he wants to be their friend, and is sort of embarrassed by his his dad's goofy behavior, and even points out the dad's hair helmet. But the Zed gets angry, but not angry enough to really stop them right now. They're on now no, next no, no. to this pineapple shack place. That I guess it's where their daughter, where Lori's they, character they, works. Yeah, I didn't know at first that that's where she worked. Yeah. Because they stop there. Yeah. And they're like, oh, let's go in. And she's let's in the back. Let's go see she's Dick like, Dale. I yeah. have to get to work. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. And then later she shows up like with a tray of drinks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, and it's a club, but it's just... Christmas lights. Like, the decor is oh yeah, Christmas yeah. lights. Yeah. I kind of super love that character who is so into Annette Funicello. That oh, weird, the weird sleazy Troy? Troy? Yes. <laughs> he tries to get her hammered. Like, oh, yeah, so they... He tells her, he's like, I saw somebody drink one of these once, and she took all her clothes off <laughs> and danced around. So I'm going to buy you two of them. They're, uh, they're called the Stunned Mullet. That's oh, the drink. That? Mm-hmm. The stun okay. mullet. Yeah, he's super creepy, greasy kind of vibe. Um, at least it's not as bad as when we see him later in his little leopard print speedo that oh, we he's have. A leopard print speedo. Yeah. Later, did you notice his um, his wetsuit is gold? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just golden. <laughs> this guy was having fun with his character. Yes, he I was. Think. He was. Yeah, he he hits on a net footicello and is all over her, mm-hmm. and she's yes. she's not into it. She's even made fun of him, like, "Oh, wow, you really know how to flatter a woman." 
Yes. Um, Frankie comes in and kind of sweeps her away from there and says, and but drinks one of her uh, drinks. Drinks the whole drink. Yeah. Just drinks just it down. Just downs it. And, and then they run into Connie Stevens, mm-hmm. um, who is apparently also the owner of the bar and knows right. them from their past beach days. And it seems like she's always had sort of a thing for the big kahuna. Obviously, she has a shrine to him in her place. He was a famous surfer back in the day here in this town, this Frankie Avalon. Um, She's the bad girl. Yes. She says it many times, yeah. She's the bad girl, and that's the good girl. And the good girl won. The good girl won in the end, Mm -hmm. yes. But I love it when they have all – she has a shrine to mm -hmm. him. And I love it when an Ephraim picks up a framed photo of the two of them, but her face is cut out. And she says, oh, come on, Nettie. You won. You got him. What's the big yeah, deal? Like, cut sure. your face out. Whatever. Well, earlier when they were driving through the beach is when they first arrived on the beach and, and they were um, – Bobby was not so excited to be at the beach, but Annette was really excited to be back on, you know, where they're – their uh, time together started. She wanted to sing with him. She come on, let's sing a right. song like the old time. Mm-hmm. And he's just a crabby patty. He doesn't want to sing. He doesn't want to. But yeah. Connie Stevens at this bar after he's had a stunned mullet is like, come on, come on, you got to sing one song. Now they mind you, they are on their layover. The last they've got to be at the last part of the ten hour layover, right? Uh, oh yeah, because they're on their way to the airport mm-hmm. when they stop. Oh right, at this right, right. Bar. Did you think it's bizarre that? They didn't really think to – it's almost like they forgot they had a daughter until they had a layover Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angeles. They didn't let her know they were coming in. Ten hour, ten hour layover in L.A. What do we do? Oh, you know what? We can visit our daughter Yeah, yeah. She didn't here. even think – she didn't take a night. She had to work the shift. Nope. She couldn't take a night <laughs> off to have dinner with right. her folks. She was like, well, this is our life. You're going to surprise me. Life's going to go on as usual. So he sings a little uh, California Sun Mm-hmm. Yeah, out there having fun with a little Dick Dale and who is the other Stevie Ray Vaughan? Stevie uh, Ray Vaughan shows up later. Oh, he's later. He's there early too. Uh, I know he. I know he plays at that bar, but I saw. I noticed later. him later. Maybe it's later. Well, anyway, they sing and, and Connie Stevens and and Frankie Avalon sing, and now Annette is pissed. Because Annette is very mad come at on, this point. Come on. You couldn't – you're having the sourpuss time. Now we've missed the flight. The end of this performance that the whole crowd gets mm-hmm. behind and enjoys. Now the flight's been missed and it's all because he decided he wanted to have fun. What, now? I think it's important to say that much like every movie that this is making fun of, at every performance the whole crowd is into Oh, it. yeah. The, there is one song, which we'll get to, where the entirety of the beach oh, yeah. leaves. Why? They all walk away together singing Why and leave Frankie you? Avalon alone on this beach. When you're trying to do the ska, 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 dun, 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 yeah. dun, ska, 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 in my head all day. Jamaica, I kind of, that picked me up a little bit. I was, I was, it was getting a bit rough at that point. But then she busts that out. She led like a Pied Piper. She was leading all those beachgoers with her ska song. Well, they fight. They have a big fight. And again, much like in many of these movies, they fight in front of the crowd, basically, or where enough of the crowd is like listening to their back and forth and kind of giving a ooh, ah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, nobody really wins this fight. No, but it's basically. Frankie Evelyn decides to stay at this bar and get hammered. Mm-hmm. And Annette Funicello leaves. She ends up at her daughter's house. Right. But her daughter and her boyfriend have a fight the same Oh, night. yeah. Because she's having a family crisis. 
And he sure. was just kicked out of his home, and now he has no girlfriend or fiance. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She also throws her ring back at him. She's got some kind yes. of surfer ring that he's given her I, as a. None of these fights seemed as serious as the characters then in the next scene made them out to be. Oh, yeah. Because the next day, I think, Lori Lachlan's like. I lost my fiance. You and dad are separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. They just had a fight. Right, right. And she, well, Annette kind of knows that. She's like, oh, it's a fight. And this is, your dad's going to come back. You'll see. But before they. Uh, I can only imagine the amount of fights they still have. Well, I mean, come on. But before, well, bef- they they detox or the the mom, Annette Futicello and, and her daughter have their, their little peanut butter sandwiches. And talk about what do you yes. do? What do you do when things go sour? When when you know you fight with your man? I'll tell you what you do, Dougie Fresh. Uh, oh, oh, wh- I hope you have a pajama party on hand. A wild and fun dancing all over the pier, having a conga line because you can pajama party in a movie where the entirety of an airplane threw up in barf bags for really no reason. Yeah, they met a Mad Max evil gang on the beach. This was one of the most shocking things in this movie. Just <laughs> the beach party? She said, pajama party? And literally, smash cut. The screen, I think, twirled around, and they were doing a conga line uh-huh. all in their nightgowns. And then that Mad Max group showed yeah, up. Yeah, and, and they dance in. along with them. They're having a great time. They love a good pajama party. This is, in my notes, right after this I wrote, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah, is it? What is happening? <laughs> Question mark. I'll tell you what's happening. A good time's being had by all. And they're having this at her apartment, which is on the edge of a pier. Mm-hmm. And these bikers, surfers, whatever this gang is, just appear to be strolling by in a line. And all you hear is a guy go, hey, a pajama oh, yeah. party. It's, it definitely cures a little bit of their blues that they've been having, let's oh be honest. God. In the meantime, the Big Kahuna is getting just tanked by mm-hmm. our next cameo. Our next cameo? I mean, they're, they're, it's wall-to-wall cameos. And Bob Denver, who this is, mm-hmm. he sticks around for a long... He's not just a cameo. By the end, he is a straight-up character yeah. in Well, movie. yeah, he's got his own storyline, which the captain comes back for him. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Full circle. He's the bartender serving up drinks, trying to tell his story about the three-hour boat trip that he took that turned out a miss, and Frankie doesn't want to hear it. He's willing to tell his big kahuna story, which no one wants to mm-hmm. hear yet. Um, yeah, but he story. gets silly drunk, and even uh, even Connie Stevens you know, is like, you know what, you're yeah. just a mess. And then he ends up in like some like surfer's, I don't know, like a... It's like in a tower that's at an airfield. That's what it looks like, and that's what it reminds me of. Because mm-hmm. one guy's watching all these monitors of all the different beaches yeah. and where the waves are and everything. And when he yells and he's like, everybody get up. There's great waves, dude. He says, dude, 28 times oh, yeah. in a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah. All these surfers jump out the windows of, and it is an airfield yeah. tower. Yeah, it's like a big life. Guard station, yes. I guess. And then we watch a surfing montage, not for the first time in this movie and no, not for the many. last time. No, there's many. We want you to know where you are and what you should focus on. It's the surfing. Um, mm-hmm. Living in Southern California, I never saw waves quite that big, but but I'm sure they're there. You know, I just didn't surf. So, you know, um, we're not exactly sure where they are. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're near LAX. 
You lived very near LAX. I did. I did. Um, we cruised all those beaches. Yeah. And no, I did not see waves this big <laughs> at all. But maybe it was the time. I mean, I wasn't there in the 80s. Maybe the waves were bigger in the 80s. <laughs> the waves were bigger. <laughs> Lots of sort of continental shelf shifting that may know. have happened and, and altered the waves. Sure, why not? Right. Or you say they possibly just lifted footage. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about from, that. Okay. For All this, right. nope. for this movie? Mm-mm. You're right. All on location. <laughs> there is a there is a point, speaking of like shot on location, there's a point earlier when they're in the airport mm-hmm. and O.J. Simpson grabs the bag. Mm-hmm. You hear an Edward and Shella talking, but whoever this person is dressed like her does not turn around oh, no. in the shot. Like, does not turn around. And I thought that was very bizarre. It was an extra little shot they had to get in somehow of airport info. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Those pickup shots and she's like, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm making a peanut butter sandwich. I'm on set at a Skippy commercial. I can't just leave to film your airport scene. (laughs) I already did it one time. Didn't we make that movie? Didn't we finish that like a month ago? I'm over it, says Annette. So, So the big kahuna wakes up in this surf house, basically. Uh, yes. Way, way hungover. And it is Michael, who is um, Sandy's boyfriend, who is yes. there to kind of take care of him, nurse him through his little hangover, gives him this little drink that he makes made out of like soda and Alka Seltzer. Other pills. Yeah, I don't know what other else. Yeah. Pills. Claims it's a cocktail for Keith Richards, right? That Keith Richards lives off. Keith these. Richards' hangover cure. And Frankie Avalon seems to not know who Keith Richards yeah, is. Yeah, no. His response to everything is, Keith Richards? Yeah. Keith Richards? Yeah. So I didn't know if it was just a buddy of his. Like, if they had run into each other and he didn't understand that Keith Richards was, like, a horrible drunken drug addict. Or if he just had no idea who that person I was. I think he was meant because, to have no idea. Right. They existed beyond 1958. Regardless, he drinks down this drink. It works immediately. Yeah. Immediately. He screams, Woo! He's feeling much better now. Thank you so much. And even is okay with the fact that this is his daughter's boyfriend, right? Yes. Um, After a minute or two, sure. Yeah. Uh, Now we're we're back at the beach um, where uh, Annette and and Sandy and Sandy's pale redheaded friend that has to wear like basically a full nightgown at the beach. Yeah. Who Uh, later is going to surf in the competition. Okay. That's that same person? (laughs) Because when that happened, I was like, who is this? What? Yeah. Who is this? Oh, I wrote my notes. Who's Robin? Rob, who is Robin is, is Sandy's good friend, I guess. Okay. She's at the beach with them when they decide to have this like beach day with Bobby. Bobby exposes this tattoo that he's got on his chest. And that's like, oh, I think it's adorable. Yeah, she says yeah. it, it looks like a little smurf. Yeah. It's like it's a skull with a knife through it. But this is her like way. Like earlier when she's just right. taking beers and cigarettes away from him and going, oh, come uh-huh. on. You're okay. This is how she treats her her weird, obnoxious son. Well, And she treats her weird, obnoxious son like that. But she also, at this point... I love how she teaches her daughter how to pick up men. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you want to pick up a dude? This is what you do. See that creep over there that hit on me in the bar? Watch this. Well, she... If your dad was watching, he'd be really jealous. And then we see him sneak up behind a surfboard and watch all this. Yeah. Yeah. 
as she goes over to Sleazy Troy and his little beachy this setup. guy, what is his setup? He appears to have music that's running off of, like, a generator. <laughs> <laughs> He's got champagne in a bucket next to him. He's ready. And this is when he's wearing that leopard print speedo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's so excited to, to chat with her. And she does. And she asks of, him out. Yeah. She's like, remember me? Mm-hmm. You want to go out tonight? Right, right. And he's totally down for of this. Of course. And again, like yeah. you said, the big kahuna's watching from the back. She does this to prove to her daughter, look, this is how you do it. You get him fired up with jealousy. And if your dad were here, but he instead, Frankie Avalon watches this go down and is so angry. He doesn't even take time to hit the guy. He's got his own retaliation where he goes to his new surfer friends, guys, not the angry leather clad ones. Um, Like the surfer bums. Right. Like there's the surfer bums and then there's the evil surfing group. And now he's got a buddy with, with um, Michael, his, 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 future whatever son-in-law where they've both been kind of you know they're both having fights with their women so he's like Mm -hmm. here's what we're gonna do we're gonna make like we're having the best time which i guess the best time to frankie avalon is making a human pyramid because that's what Um, he does with the surfers right before this it's not a big it's not a big deal in this movie but they go back to the bar Oh, right, right, right. And he finds out that Connie... He finds yeah. out that Michael is Connie's son. Spuds his And dad. I did just think this is funny because he's like, wait, how old is this kid? Yeah, yeah. So that means that he could be mine? And <laughs> and she's like, we never did anything. His yeah. brain's going to explode because now he's like, oh no, there's been incest. This is all weird. It's yeah, so this is all funny. so weird. But she assures him, no, 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 no. It's, mm-hmm. This is Spud. We never hooked up. Um, mm-hmm. And how dare you offend me by not remembering that we didn't yeah, hook up? It's like, wait, we did. Yeah, yeah. This is. <laughs> Are you sure? But this is Spud's son, Spud with the ears, right. I guess. So the, yes. And oh, and then oh yeah, and then Bobby, they he finds out that this is, uh, uh, yeah, that Connie is Michael's mom, and then Bobby goes and makes friends with the tough leather surfer guys. Yeah. And he's got his dad. Um, American Express card. It's a credit card. Yeah. yeah. And so they're going to go and have a good time. They're going to go on a shopping mm-hmm. spree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're right because now this is when Frankie says to Mike, he's like, hey, you want to make girls jealous? Here's what yeah. you do. You just look like you're having a ton of fun. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have- You look like you don't even miss them or care. Nope. You just have a great time. Mm-hmm. And they do build a human pyramid of just a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. But then... <laughs> Then Annette gets into, I will say, the best musical number of this. Oh, hands down, it's the best. Yeah. Because it's the sky, sky, sky. What is she doing? What is this? She is dancing with Fishbone. Yeah. And I, Jamie, am a big Fishbone fan. Were you happy to see them? I was so happy to see this. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. I was like, what? Why are they there? What's happening? Why are they making a cameo? What is this song? I've never heard this. They're just saying the same three words not, over and over no, again. Not everybody can cha-cha-cha. Not every person can do the twist. But everybody can do the sky. It's a new dance that can't resist. Thanks for letting me do that. Oh, please. <laughs> um, if you just want to do the entirety of the song, you can. That's okay. Sky, sky, sky. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. 
No, she takes the whole beach it's by great. storm. She's got it's this cute wonderful. little swimsuit on too, and she's the whole the whole of the beach is just following her and Jamaica skying yeah. all over the shoreline. And you had said it earlier, but I think it is important to notice that for you know, like we said, she is in her mid fifties and yeah. who knows? I don't know if and how much work she's had done. Oh, right. She looks adorable yeah. in this movie. Like, she looks great mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, they make fun of how perfect her hair looks all the time and all that. For but sure. Yeah. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah, like she, in a weird way, blends in with all these people that are about 20 yeah. years old no, that she are surrounding does. her. She does. She's, yeah. She looks good, that Annette. She looks Frankie good. Avalon looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, she does. But she looks good. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. Is this when they... Oh, okay. So... The, so obviously the big kahuna's idea was bad news it didn't work his whole right. i will get her jealous because she jamaica scott so now they have to spend more time than they planned in la because they've had mm-hmm. this fight um and so frankie avalon has bought a, a hot dog cart i think what is he doing <laughs> what is going on at this point in the movie it's like well it's I, a rainy <laughs> beach day and so there's not a lot of customers this is like mm-hmm. just think when they're meant to bond so He's walking up the beach with this hot dog cart. I was bebopping around to some yeah. fishbone a second yeah. ago. Yeah. And I look back and it's pouring. Like it's a torrential yeah. downpour Buckets. in yeah. LA. And he's pushing a hot dog cart saying he sold like yeah. $12 worth of business. Which isn't that good. It's not good at all. In the meantime, no, he walks but in. Why? <laughs> I think that's just to connect him somehow to find. Because then we find out that Michael. Uh, make surfboards or paint surfboards, mm-hmm. but he just gives them away. He doesn't sell them. <laughs> <laughs> he spends all this time spray painting these designs on these surfboards. And that's where Frankie Avalon comes in and says, you need to sell them. I am a, sell- a salesman. I can help you sell these mm-hmm. things. You're about to get married and settle down. You need to start thinking a little more serious. Right. This really doesn't go that much further than it this. It doesn't because no. this again could be a different movie. Like, yeah. This could be its own movie, but it's just kind of like I, in the movie. I sold seven surfboards yesterday. Okay, all right. I guess so. I guess this is your new. This is your your business right. now, right? And, and it is great because. This has nothing to do with the next scene where they go to Don Adams to try and get a beach party <laughs> permit. <laughs> well, so that's – but that's the advice he gives now. So these parents, Frankie Avalon and, and Annette, are doling out advice to their <laughs> their in-law and their daughter. You know, So he says, besides that you should start your own business and sell these surfboards, it's time to get these women back. And in order to get them back, we have to have a bonfire. That's what you do. That's what we did in all my old movies, and it's Mm -hmm. what we should do now. And Michael's like, well, we can't because the harbor master won't allow it. So, well, I'll tell you what you do, says Frankie. You go to the harbor master, and you schmooze him so hard that he just allows you to to have the party. So that's where they go, and you're right. It's Don Adams. As a harbor master. I love Don Adams. I know. Don Adams is super fun. It's great to see him, too, because he's a cranky Mm -hmm. old harbor master that's like, what? Why would I? I like it when. (laughs) So is it now? No, it's later at the party when they bring in the breathy girl, and he's like, she has asthma. But all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his appearances on screen are 
I'm just going to riff. I'm just going to yeah, talk. Yeah. And I'm just going to see, like, where this goes. I'll just talk and I'll be funny until they have to deliver their lines. And then I will react to and that. And then that's what happens. And he's good at it. Yeah. Like, he's so good because on the fly they make up that they want to throw a party because he won the Harper Master, Master of the Year Award. <laughs> and he's like, it's about damn time. <laughs> so he says, he, he, he says, yes, they can have their party because... Mm-hmm. It's in his honor. And boy, did they throw a party on the beach. I mean, bigger than a bonfire. There's a lot more going on at this party than just a bonfire. Yes. And Annette knows the signal. Your father sent me the signal. This is mm-hmm. the bond he wants to make up. We're going to yep. be okay. And sure enough, Sandy runs into Michael. And they're going to be okay right away. Oh, they're just He's selling surfboards right yeah. and left, I guess. Yeah. Things are going great for him. And... And she's. I love how he never thought to sell them. I know. Until this guy said, maybe you should charge people money for them. And that's really all he had to say. He's like, that's a great idea. He's like, I guess I'm financially uh, secure now. Yeah. This makes total sense. That's what I should do. Hello. So the the kids get back together. Michael and and Sandy are okay. But when Annette goes to find Frankie and say, I've got your message about the bonfire, mm-hmm. she finds him in an embrace. She finds him in um, Connie's Hugging arms. Connie, mm-hmm. yes. And right away she's That's angry it. again. And now she grabs our friend Troy again, who's in his gold uh, surfer suit. And she is in a full-body pink surfing outfit. It's really yeah. weird because his reaction when she goes, do you surf? And he goes, do I surf? Yeah. <laughs> do I surf? Do I surf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do I surf? I was ready for the line to be, no. Yeah. But no, he does. Well, then they they surf in front of a green screen, basically. There's like... <laughs> all of the surfing in this movie is crazy. Yeah. Not all of it. Just when our stars surf. There's other footage of like actual surfing well, that happens. Right. But... We were talking about the B-roll of actual yeah, yeah. people surfing. Yeah. It's fine because it's real, but... No. Like, the stars surfing, okay, like, I had enough after a while. Yeah, like, this gets a little silly. By the third or eighteenth joke about them surfing, that was, yeah. Annette looks adorable, and, and mm-hmm. she she really hits those waves. And <laughs> Frankie watches, and he's like, but what? Oh, this is, the harbor master comes to the ceremony, and it's like, this isn't a party yeah. for me? What is this? That's when they give him the breathy girl. Right, because... Yeah. And I really didn't know if if Don Adams was saying the lines he was given at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, what's going on? They're like, well, um, he's like, there is no ceremony. Yeah. Is there? <laughs> there is no trophy. You guys just tricked me. In the back of my mind, I knew it. Yeah. I knew you were tricking me, but I just, I wanted to believe. I wanted to believe that <laughs> I could have like, won that award. Right. Yeah, so they do. They just bring him some girl, and he's like, well, all right. This is good. I'm, that's fine. Oh, I'll allow wait, it. <laughs> can we talk about Annette's outfit for this whole beach party? Her weird. She has this like orange sweater that she wears oh, yeah, with like she a does. white dicky underneath. Like it's yes. not a beach outfit at all. No, it's like a formal wear. Yeah, it's like a formal beach attire. It's and very it looks sparkly. Very yeah, because everybody else, like Lori Loughlin, is just wearing like a cool little jean jacket right. over her bikini. Right. Like everybody else is either dressed for swimming 
Or as though they just threw something on over it. Right. And yeah, you're right. Her outfit's a little lavish. It's a little lavish for, for, for the occasion. Annette goes up to Connie and, and is kind of like, you know what? You want them? You can have them. I'm done. I can't handle this anymore. And Connie's kind of like, oh, come on. All he does is talk about you. And yeah. uh, he, he belongs to you. You should go get him. And mention something about a, a wasted pair of hooters or something like that. And it's like, I'm the bad girl, you're the good girl, and go after him. Go get him. And it's kind of like, at, at this point, I was like, wait, we're not even an hour into this. Mm. I was like, this is the end of this movie. We're going to wrap it up pretty quickly, up. We're going to wrap it we're up. We're fine. We got a couple of... I saw the runtime, and I was like, oh, 91 minutes. We just need a little more surfing and some more songs, and then <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. 31 minutes yeah. left. Well, because... <laughs> Now we get treated to. So so Connie convinces wow. her, don't worry, you know, he really loves you. They get back together. Uh, Annette and Frankie are like, no, I, you know, I did get your single. I understand. Da, da, da. And now yeah. who comes? Whoa. Zapping wow. in. Because you said that Fishbone was the best song of this movie. Well, and- you're right. I mean, I agree, but Pee Wee Herman is giving them a run for their money because this is puzzling. Yeah. Because I love how they're just like, hey, look at that. Here comes Pee Wee Herman. And there's just a bunch of dudes carrying him in on a surfboard. He does a little number. Everyone dances along. Everybody knows the bird (laughs) is the word. The bird, bird, bird. He's And then he... um, Everyone does that and for I a guess while. I never really listened to that song to realize how repetitive and stupid yeah, it is. That's pretty dumb. Pretty dumb song. Then, no, please talk about what happens he to just Pee Herman. flies off. Because I was confused. He starts to glow like he's in Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a big flash of light. And he's flying like he's the silver surfer. He's flying yeah. a surfboard yeah. through the air. Yeah. Just laughing like a maniac. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And off he goes. And and now, oh, now our whole party has dinner. This is still the same night. Same like, night. This is the entirety of this movie is this it's night. It's this party night. Now we've had dinner. And now after dinner, we were told earlier in our narration by Bobby that it's after dinner that the big mm-hmm. kahuna likes to tell his surf story about. Oh, my God. The humunga Kawabunga from Down Under. <laughs> I loved that because I I had seen this movie before. And I know I had seen it before. Okay. Because there were like maybe two scenes that I remembered. Mm. But certain points, like, I was like, how come I didn't remember Humunga Kawabunga from Down Under? Because that's actually <laughs> kind of funny. And it's great wordplay. Uh-huh. I mean... The one thing we didn't talk about was how everybody gets his name wrong. Oh, yeah. The, the big crapola. The they call him that I yeah. remember that. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, doesn't the beaver's mom call him the big crapola uh-huh. at one point? And when she showed up, I was like, I did see this movie before. You did. But that's the only thing I remembered. And this story is really uninteresting. No, it's not good. It's I not was ready good. for something big, Mm-mm. and it's take a long time because we do travel back in time yeah, in this do. story through a sepia tone. Uh-huh. It's just like footage. Yep, to, to his day, he was surfing one day, and he was out there, and the clouds got dark, and the thunder came, and the oh hugest God. wave he had ever seen come, and basically then the ambulance took him away. Like that's the next, <laughs> like the next part of the <laughs> that story. Was the whole story. <laughs> 
We barely see him surf. Yeah. All we see is footage of a giant wave and then an old-timey ambulance. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. And I thought the funny gag at the end of this was that Annette keeps interrupting him. Oh, yeah. And in the end, she tells the entire story. And then when they're done and they go back to reality, he's like, and that's the whole thing. And it's a great story. <laughs> she goes, you know, it's because you tell it so well. And now um, we have... The gang shows the up gang. in the TVs. Yep, the Zed's gang shows up. Bobby is with them. <laughs> oh, I love this. That they bought with, uh, oh, with, with Frankie Avalon's yes, credit with his cards. credit card. We went out. We bought these mean machines. And and Bobby decides he has a new name, Surly. But they keep calling I, him by the wrong name. This. Surly. No, Surly, <laughs> Surly. Oh, Shirley. That doesn't sound very tough. <laughs> oh, forget it. Just call me Bobby. <laughs> no, no, because he goes, Knife. Oh, yeah, that's now right. my name's <laughs> Knife. And even Lori Lawson's like, Knife? <laughs> Hey, nice hair, nice. <laughs> and that's what he's like, just call me Bobby. I don't, I don't care. care, forget it. Because Surly and Knife don't work out so mm-hmm. well. So Zed deems himself god of the beach and that they are mm-hmm. on his part of the beach. And the only way to solve this is not with a pajama party. No. Is with a... Uh, Although it is suggested. It is shouted out. And I don't know how you compete in a pajama party, but I kind of wanted to see it happen. Well, we decide on a little surf competition instead. Yes. Right? The surf competition is going to be between the best surfers. So we pick Zed, who is the god of the beach. And we sure. pick Michael. But when the battle yeah. is is kind of an act, like, okay, then... Can we just say that, that Frankie Avalon picks Mike? True. We have not seen Mike surf in this movie. Well, no, but he's got the... No, yes, we have, because there's a point... Yeah. There's a point where oh. she's watching him on the beach. And, oh, okay. And All with right. her mom, and she says, oh, I miss him. I didn't think... Yeah. I didn't think we'd... I, I know we saw him... Seltzer. We didn't even see him sell surfboards. No, we, we just, we just saw him painting them, like spraying them. Painting yeah. a surfboard. Actually, we front. saw him opening the, the, pulling back some of the paper on his work, but whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we didn't see him do anything no. surf related. Well, he's except... got the board. They throw the board at him and he leaves the, um, but so even though he's been nominated, I guess, to lead them yes. when, when, Frankie Avalon says, and so be it, basically. He smashes a conga drum <laughs> onto his that. foot. And it's big. Like, it's not your average conga no, drum. This is like five feet high. It's a big one. And it's yes. obviously pretty heavy because he smashes, smashes it a couple and, times, too. And he, he kind of really messes up Mike's foot. I think he breaks. I mean, he's, in a, he's cast. in a cast. He's broken his foot. So he can't do the surfing. So, so who's got to go out and surf? Well, first it's going to be Robin. But what the hell? Is why that? the hell did she? They had a whole building <laughs> full of surfers that were chasing best. waves. Yeah, <laughs> and now we're reduced to Robin. And no offense, is I that's not that I don't believe a girl could do it, and it's not that I. But really, Robin. But that won't do, right? You know what? I'm going to trust their judgment as the people on this beach uh, probably realize that she's the second best surfer. Right. She's right behind Mike. Right. We haven't seen her surf or even have any interest in no. surfing or hold a board, no. but maybe she's great. So, But but her nomination doesn't last long because then <laughs> the big kahuna decides he's going to mm-hmm. defend his sort of title. And, and he even gets his surfboard out from Connie's 
little stash of memorabilia. And I also um, think it's important to talk about the Leave It to Beaver reunion. Oh yeah, that's taking place at this time. Of yeah, because Barbara Billingsley. With a gun, mm-hmm, mind you, mm-hmm. is the announcer. Yes. She has a gun. She announces this whole thing. And Wally and the Beeve, the they're the judges. Are the judges. Mm-hmm. And then I went, oh, no. Why isn't Hugh Beaumont here? And he died five years oh, earlier. Oh, he couldn't make so, it. In or spirit. else I'm sure he would have been there he front played center. The... They could have been the harbor master. Yeah. I would have done a great job. When they're telling the big kahuna and they're like, hey, you can do this. That's great. And they're all giving him this pep talk and he's standing there with this enormous board and everything. Lori Loughlin, they're all standing in line during this scene. Her earring falls out of her ear. She catches it, picks it up, puts it back in during this scene. And then at the end when they're all applauding, she's like half-heartedly applauding and just like looking around – Knowing that this is going to be My cut God, and they're going to do it again. And that's the scene that's in the movie. Oh. It was very shocking oh. to me. I'll have to catch that because I'll watch it yeah. again. Yeah. I will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the first surfer up to surf is Zed. And he does a pretty great job. He's fine. Pretty decent. He's great. Um, he rides a normal sized wave yeah. and does a good job I think he it. gets an eight and a five, I think, his ratings from the judges. Maybe lower. I think I thought they no 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 I know one judge gave him an eight I thought they both did but maybe it was an eight and then something lower because Beaver's like holding his numbers upside oh, down the yeah, whole time yeah. he's a big dink he's dyslexic maybe we don't know yeah we don't know um and then Frankie gets on his board and he's just not riding anything he's just kind of floating and then I like, enjoyed the real live stunts done by Frankie Avalon at this point because that is really him trying to get into that ocean like I thought it was a stunt man but when he when the little the little waves like hit him and he rolls oh, over yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's really him uh, they don't think he's gonna do it right he looks like he no he can't um no but he finally gets out yep and then and what do we see the clouds start coming in <laughs> And the waves gets bigger. Could it be all these years later? The humunga, Kawabunga from Down Under returns. And they're shouting at him. Even Zed, even the bad guy, is like, he's got to get in. Get in. Yeah. Get out of the water. What should we do? Yells Annette. What are we going to do? Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to let Frankie ride that mofo mm-hmm. wave. And he does. He does. He rides that wave. <laughs> and while he rides the wave, let me see. I think he um, he shaves. He golfs. Yep. He signs he autographs. Um, and the big crapola is the winner. The big crapola. Uh-huh. To hear June Cleaver say crapola <laughs> was worth the was price worth of admission. It. it was worth it. I assume if you paid to see this movie. <laughs> Then we get treated to one more song. This time it's a duo. Mm-hmm. The two, the the loving pair, Annette and Annette's husband, yep. sing together mm-hmm. um, <laughs> about, I think, just being together. I think the song is about just being, being together. together. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. And it doesn't matter. It's just lyrics that were made up on the fly. Everyone kind of sings along. Like even Lori Laughlin kind of gets a little bit of yep. song time in there. Like you said, she looks like she's lip syncing. 
Um, yeah. And we've got ourselves a happy ending. Oh, oh, Gilligan uh, meets with, I think, the breathy Bridget that, that we saw. Yeah, is this the same girl? I think it's the was... same girl that the harbor master got. As Passed a... off to the harbor master earlier? She's back, okay. and she's all over. Uh, she wants to hear the story of the three hours. Well, she has her. heard the story. Oh, yeah. Because I get to the end of the story, and she's like, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And he's amazed. He's like, nobody's ever wanted to hear this story before. Do you want to go back to my place? And she's like, I am all about it. Let's go. First of all, I love your imitation of her. Thanks. And second, Thanks. I forgot earlier when Gilligan, I think, is still the bartender. And um, uh, Frank, he's giving drinks to Frankie Avalon, who's drinking those those stunned mullets that come in a coconut. Yeah. They come in like a, in a coconut shell. Um, yeah. Gilligan says something like, you know, I lived on an island with a professor who could take these coconut shells and make a transmitter out of them, but couldn't fix a two-inch <laughs> hole in a boat. Go figure. So while he's what getting... everybody's thinking and he's saying And it. he said it aloud. Um, while he's, uh, he's kind of getting maybe his Mac time on, who comes for him, but yet our, our final, I think... Mm-hmm. Um, I think cameo it's is, is I mean, this is when Stevie Ray Vaughan's playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our final. What? Alan Hale, yep. the skipper the himself, skipper. basically yep. drags him away from this yeah. woman. He's like, we got to go know. on another three-hour tour. Another three-hour boat ride and three-hour yeah. tour. We got to hit up. Then we get a little more singing and a cute little ending where they're dancing on the beach and Annette Funicello says, "Are we corny or what?" She owns oh, it. Oh, I did not see that. She owns it. And there okay. we are, back to the beach. Jamie, I know you've seen this movie many yeah, times as a yeah, kid. Yeah, I did. Did it? I mean, I'm sure it brought back a lot of memories. But did you enjoy it as much as you did? I, when you were a, a young one. I think because, <laughs> and again, this movie is such a simple. Like you said, it follows this formula that I think was sure. repeated. It was so simple, and and yeah, I enjoyed watching it because it was like watching like one of your favorite cartoons from back in the day, where you're like, oh yeah. I tried to remove myself. My husband didn't watch this with me, and I still was like, I feel like maybe you should watch it. Maybe you would still enjoy it. Like, I I liked it, and I think I would recommend it. Sure. I mean, it's not the most serious, most, but it's a fun, just fluffy. It's like eating a bowl of Fruit Loops or, like, a <laughs> vanilla ice cream with sprinkles or, like, I don't know, a cake pop. It's it's just, like like, sweet, good fun. That reminds me, if they made this movie now... You know the vanilla ice would make a cameo. I mean, as he should, right? <laughs> he'd do like he'd be like the Pee Wee Herman yep. of that movie. I want to say he could. Yeah, you did not like it. No, I didn't enjoy this. No. I really didn't like. It was fun to talk about. Yeah, it was fun to think back on certain points. It was a movie that wanted to be airplane and just failed because it went for the easiest jokes but did a terrible job of delivering them for the most part yeah yeah it was it was a it was a tough watch because i wasn't invested in the characters i didn't think it was funny and i'm not here to poo on your child oh you could it was it was rough it like, was rough was, for you this was a really hard movie that's all right <laughs> i think my nostalgia nostalgic attachment sure. to the movie definitely motivates um my my enthusiastic thumbs up rating. Um, I don't know. I couldn't remove myself from the 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 little nine ten year old me that watched it and was like, Scus. or just even I would repeat some of Bobby's lines like, "Oh, Dad, mm-hmm. my eyes are crossing," and conjugate. I'm going to conjugate you into the wall. Like I used to say that stuff to my sister. <laughs> I did. I have to say, 
and I'm trying to like think of a ranking for Jamie movies. Oh. So I'm just going to use like some of your your birthday movies here. Okay. I would watch The Last Unicorn. Yeah. One hundred percent again before this. Yeah. And it would be really tough for me to choose between this and the Hug a Bunch movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I may go with the Hug a Bunch movie over this. But what about the toy? Oh, the toy. Yeah, I'm the toy. Sorry, I forgot about the toy. Yeah. The toy wins. Yeah. Like, the okay. toy wins. It beats all of these <laughs> okay. That being said, I don't regret watching it for this podcast oh, because... Good. What's your recommendation? It, you know, it's just... I had a hard time. I did too. Because I don't like these movies. Like, I don't like beach movies, so it was tough for me to think of a beach movie. And I went through, you know, the, the filmography of the people who made this and... Frankie Avalon's actually made some really good movies, but I decided on another beach movie. Which is? And it's called, sorry, I found it so late, it's on my phone. Oh, get it up. I actually have to look it up. It is called, it's a French movie. Of course. From the early 50s called Mr. Hulot's Holiday. Mr. Hulot's and Holiday. It's this guy, and he made a bunch of movies. His name is Jacques Tati, and he was a comedian. And the best way I could describe it is he's like, and anybody who is listening to this who is a film nerd and really likes him may be offended. He's like a pre-Mr. Bean Mr. Bean. Oh. Like, he's super nice. He's very naive. Okay. He gets in goofy situations. And I don't like a lot of his movies, but this one was highly enjoyable. Okay, okay. Um, so, and it was one that I thought of that it's like, it takes place on a beach because he vacations at the beach and he's just a big dumb idiot who gets in weird situations and, and doesn't understand technology or, you know, social norms and it's a fun little movie that takes place sometimes on a beach. Okay, okay, I'll take yeah. it, I'll take yeah. it. What about you? I feel like a weekend, like this movie would recommend that you would watch a weekend of these maybe. Like just yeah, binge you become on them, desensitized yeah. to mm-hmm. them, and, and just get used to them and see. You know, this was their little lives. Mm-hmm. This is what they portrayed as like California Which living. Those yeah, stupid Elvis movies. Yes, were. like so many Blue of those Hawaii. Elvis movies were just beach mm-hmm. movies. Clam mm-hmm. bake. Yeah. So, so, but I had never seen them. So, is that a fair recommendation? I don't know. I would recommend for myself to watch them. I suppose. Then, as we were talking just now. The one, it's not a movie, but I don't know if you've seen the um, the Netflix show Gracie and Frankie, the one with Lily Tomlin and uh, Jane Fonda. Grace and Frankie. Yeah, Grace yes. and Frankie. What I, oh, Gracie and Frankie. I, I tried to watch it. I started to watch uh, it. I wasn't that It's into not it, so everybody's favorite, and they do. Yeah. They, they've gone on for a couple seasons now. They definitely have some very cheesy um, aspects to it. I really enjoy Lily Tomlin, so I, I enjoy mm-hmm. and I think Jane Fonda does a great job in it. I like the message because they're older women and they're a little bit kooky and they sure. live very close to the beach, so a lot of their adventures happen on Malibu okay. Beach. So I guess that didn't happen in the first episode, which is the only one I watched. Oh, well, no. I, I didn't know they were on the beach yes, at all. Yes, they both kind of <laughs> go to and stay at their beach house. So if I was going to recommend something I hadn't seen, I'd say I would binge watch a bunch of these, like, 60s beach party movies. Mm-hmm. But if I want to recommend something I have seen, I would say uh, Frankie and Grace. Um, it's it's a, it's a good show. It's I like to watch it... Um, Actually, my mom and I, when she visits, we we binge watch the, oh, the show, nice. and it's it's pretty it's pretty fun, pretty cute. So, what do we have coming up next? Let's talk about our next movie. It's very timely 
Yeah. Because I know we're recording this a little bit earlier, but I do believe a couple of weeks ago, I think our shithead president pledged allegiance to Russia. Oh, <laughs> so man. we're going to do Red Dawn. What's going on here, my friend? This is the emergency broadcast system. We are under attack by conventional forces of the Russian army. It is believed the lead waves were disguised as commercial charter flights. Communications have broken down other parts of the country. Large areas of the Midwest may have been overrun. know who all of you are, they're looking for you. You're 40 miles behind enemy lines. I just want to go home. They took a lot of people away. Where's my dad, Mr. Eckert? What if you love somebody, Andy? I'm gonna die before it happens. They're gonna kill us! So why should we be different? Because we live here! Not bad for a bunch of kids, huh? Mama'd be real proud. Where a bunch of teenagers, I think, stop a Soviet invasion. Oh, so timely mm-hmm. then. I think we get Patrick Swayze back well, for this. We get the little Swayze action. Okay. I think, uh, hmm, I was going to say Jennifer Grey, but maybe she is, maybe she isn't. I don't know. We're going to find we're gonna out. We're going to have to find out. Yeah. And I was going to say Tom Cruise, but maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Maybe, he, maybe you're just saying it to say it. You're just... Fitness see where it splatters. Anyway. I'm still dancing on the beach. I don't but, know. No, I know. Yeah. You're, you're dancing <laughs> on the beach with, in, with fishbone with big floppy yeah. shoes on. and I'm having a great time. I'm going to go fake surf. We will watch Red Dawn in two <laughs> weeks. So tune in. It's one that a lot of people have asked for. Yeah. Because it's, it's a pretty big movie. I saw pretty it. Pretty titular. Probably at the time or when it was on video. So I have not seen this in a very, very long time. Even as a kid, I don't remember enjoying it. So let's see. We'll right. see how it goes. All right. Here comes Red Dog. All right. Everybody follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out. And thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks when, for listening. Yeah. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. We don't ever say that. We don't mm-hmm. ever thank you guys for your... Oh, and we do have... Um, I'm sending... Some gifts out to our gifts are going dollar out. patrons because Ooh. while they do get to program an episode, choose a movie for us to talk about. I thought, why not send them stuff too? Why Let's not send be them? That nice. Do you want me to and, make the wine glasses? I'll make the little wine glasses. Uh, sure, yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we are getting closer to our stretch goal. Yikes. on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash movies if you're interested in supporting us mm-hmm. uh, because that will give you more bonus content and right. 
We're getting to the point. Content. I don't want to say we're to the point now where stuff, old episodes might start disappearing off of iTunes. Oh. But we will be there soon. So if we hit this stretch goal, we can then pay to keep this stuff up on there for Won't a little that be while great? longer. That would be yeah. great. Because mm-hmm. if people discover the show now, because they've just been looking on iTunes just looking up back to the beach and finding no results <laughs> and finally something's shown up and this is the first episode they're listening to right. they might want to go explore that back catalog they're going to want to know what we had to say about RoboCop they want to know they want to know the last unicorn you mentioned they want to know what we thought about it Do you listen the last unicorn just listen to it to hear my impression of a cat that wears an eye patch <laughs> That should be in every movie we've done. I know. All right, everybody, we will talk to you again in two weeks. That's right. Go find Red Dawn. It's easy to find. It might be one of the easiest to find movies that we've done. Easier than this movie to find. This one was in my heart. I found it right away. It's on Amazon. It's everywhere. (laughs) Everything is everywhere. (laughs) Little Darlings, our first movie, was the toughest movie. Yeah, that was really tough. Well, and a couple of them, that How I Got Into College was only available on DVD. Oh, yeah, we had to buy that DVD. I forgot. I should send those things out. Yeah, Yeah, you should. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll talk to you in two weeks. With the girls of Frisky and the old Frisco. Pretty little chick, wherever you go. Well, they walk, they walk, and I walk, I walk. They shimmy, they shimmy, and I shimmy, shimmy, shimmy.